0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash recharge. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. My name is Fred Cap. I'm not sure how many people I just offended with that terrible, terrible accent. But I'm ready for the show. Happy Monday. Let's get it popping. Bom dia. How's it going, everybody? Happy Monday. It is week nine of the podcast. Woohoo! Distance. All right. Yeah. If I can make it to week nine of a podcast devoted to teachers, you can make it through week nine of your school year. I have a guest on the show that's going to make that even easier today. His name is Daniel Gomez. He's the founder of Daniel Gomez Enterprises. That is a company devoted to developing and strengthening organizations and individuals. He's a dynamic John Maxwell certified speaker with 14 years of experience in the arena of leadership development, sales, training, and coaching. He's the author of a book. It's You Were Born to Fly, and it was written to inspire and give people the confidence they need to live an extraordinary life. Now, that book just dropped on Amazon, and it was a number one bestseller. So, It is going to be a fantastic episode, full of energy. He has tons of energy and enthusiasm, which he uses to capture the audience. blah, 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 all that good stuff. You're going to hear it here in just a sec. So uh, you know what? Enough of me talking. Enjoy the show. Here you go. Boom. All right. So today on the show, we have none other than Daniel Gomez. Daniel, where are you coming to us from? I'm coming to you from
1: San Antonio, Texas, San-
0: the big state of Texas. <laughs> San Antonio. I love San Antonio, man. I'm originally from Odessa, Texas. Oh, do you
1: know what? It's funny you say Odessa because uh, God put it in my heart when I, whenever I post anything on Instagram or Twitter. I've been putting hashtag Odessa, hashtag Midland because my goal is to win the state of Texas over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't, man. So, have you been to Odessa?
1: You know, I've never, I've never been to Odessa, but I, of course, everybody knows about Odessa Permia, just a movie from Friday Night. Wow, for, for those fun. that don't know, football, football here in this high school football in the state of Texas is huge. For those <laughs> of y'all hearing and don't realize that so Odessa Permian were fresh from they they were the state champions uh several years in a row so
0: I actually went to Odessa High the Odessa High School which is about 50 years older than Odessa Permian and we do not <laughs> like each other Oh, oh. there's a huge rivalry there yeah and they don't talk about that in the in in the little movie so take that from anyways no but yeah no no uh, if you've ever seen this thing on earth it's called a dirt then you've you've seen Odessa <laughs> But anyways, hey, it's great to have you. The The way we start every episode is I just want to ask you, what are some rituals and what is what is one way you like to start your week, like to get it popping?
1: Well, you know, it, it's kind of ironic you say that because um, by the grace of God, my, my book came out, You Were Born to Fly. On chapter 10, it's called Win the Morning. And when you win the morning, you win the whole day. And I believe that most people, they wake up in autopilot and they're not intentional about winning the morning, Fred. They just kind of wake up brush your teeth and they don't really plan anything and you gotta you have to put it this way you have to be Intentional about winning the morning And what I mean intentional Intentional about it is Is you have to wake up And like for my Like my morning routine I gotta be up by Four o'clock right That's my wake up time So I give myself uh, An hour to wake up So I wake up from four to five I try to read something Or prayer uh, Say in prayer By five thirty I need to be at ghost gym So when I get back from ghost gym At six thirty in the morning I have another forty five minutes To spend on social media And then from Eight to eight thirty I I read something At least thirty minutes Let me put it this way I, I, before last year, I would read a book maybe every year or two years at the most, right? Mm-hmm. But I believe you have to read at least 10 minutes of any content just to stimulate your mind and to get you thinking in the right way. And most people don't do that. They just, if we don't put it, put it, put it this way. If you put nothing in your brain, weeds are going to grow in your brain. Yeah. And, but most people, what they do, this is what they do. They wake up, they drink their coffee, they eat donuts, and then they watch news, which is negative. And guess what that news does to you? It junk in. Junk out, that's what happens
0: yeah, that's re- that's a really interesting take on that. I <laughs> I agree. I, I agree with the reading. I will say I am not good at that. And I'm, it's not that I'm not good at reading. I learned how to read a long time ago. I promise everybody <laughs> listening. This dumb thing. I, I can't read. I definitely can read. I just don't do it as much. There's this other thing. Uh, it's called YouTube, and I just get on that way too much. So when
1: I wake up, whether it's four,
0: four fifteen,
1: I wake up and you have to put your your phone away from you, Fred. You really do. Whether it's your phone or your tablet, it needs to be at least 15 to 20 feet away from you. If you leave it on your on, on your nightstand or your, your desk right next to you, you're going to grab it just by habit. And you need to force yourself to do it in your bathroom and that way you don't see it. Because as soon as that little light goes on, guess what? Instead of being in proactive mode, guess what mode you're in, Fred?
0: Reactive? You're
1: reactive. So just think about this. By that phone controlling you, all day, guess what state you're in? Reactive.
0: Reactive. Yeah. Wow. I really... And- Wow, that's a really good take on it. Especially now that I'm thinking about just like how the last few weeks have gone. That is so true. And I think what that does is, I mean, I think that's the point you're trying to make is that your phone begins to like control what you do and why you do it. I don't know if if that's how life should be.
1: No, I mean, think think about it. The phone was created for us to control and use the phone as, as as a tool or to communicate. But guess what? Now, I mean, it, it's 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 sad. We're talking about phones, but it's it's sad. I go to a to a lunch meeting with some clients, or just with a, some friends, or even a family, and you walk. Even at lunchtime, you walk in there, and you got four people. You see their logo there from their company, and guess what? None of them are communicating. Guess where everybody's looking down <laughs>
0: at the at the screen. Yeah, saw, everybody's
1: looking down.
0: I think it was a cross country team at the high school I coach at posted a, <laughs> a tweet the other day, and it was like from a team get together that they were having, and the. caption was what high schoolers do at a team get together and it was literally like 10 of the team members and they were all looking at their phone and it was just like oh my gosh (laughs) yeah
1: but but we're laughing about it but it's a serious issue let me tell you why just just think about this i wonder how i wonder how lawyers use this in court now because if you have an eyewitness are they really an eyewitness now think about that one
0: yeah, for real.
1: Because I've been in situations at, at a dealership that I that I'm training at, or a business that I'm training at, or coaching at, and somebody walks in and they they walk in the door, looking down at the phone, and somebody walks out and they don't even acknowledge this person. And so I would I would say any eyewitness you have, there's a discredit there because everybody's looking at their darn phones. <laughs> seriously think about though if, no. if, 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 if there's a lawyer listening to this or even if say teachers right say teachers will say well if a student says well i saw it
0: did they really see it <laughs> probably not oh my gosh that is that's a really good point though to be fair next question <laughs> i wanted to ask is that what is what is something that you do that others don't that maybe like teachers can take into their own classrooms maybe
1: You need to be focused on the good as soon as you wake up. There's enough negative stuff out there. And this is what happens, Fred, is they focus 80% on what's wrong instead of focusing on 80% what's right. So if you focus on 80%, just from the moment you wake up, you find something to be grateful for, something to be thankful for, and really just feel it in your heart and say, I'm thankful that I have this house I can live in. I'm thankful that I have this hot water to bathe in. I'm thankful that I have... Food to eat, and I'm thankful for my for my children. I, I did a I did a live video yesterday, and I challenged the, I challenged the parents instead of waking up and telling your kids to make your bed, tell the kids to hurry up and get your chores done in the morning. Why don't you just wake them up and give them a hug and show your children love? And I think when you focus on the good, when you see the good in your situation, well, then as a teacher, you focus on the good in your students instead of focusing on the bad because there's enough
0: there's enough bad out there. My seventh grade, eighth grade, and ninth grade stu- student student <laughs> council teacher, she made us right. <laughs> well. Well, at first it was she made us write, and then it was like, I got to write. I don't know. It, it kind of changed, but <laughs> the, first, the first year, it was kind of a hassle, but she would have us write uh, letters to everybody in the class saying uh, just words of affirmation about them. And she said, Look, if you can't find something positive about someone, then you need to look harder. You need to really think about who you're talking to and what they are as a human. Because everybody has a positive, no matter how annoying they are, no matter how horrible they've been to you somebody somewhere inside of them has a positive and and she told a story about a student that she had some problems with as far as like the student would always backtalk. student kind of wasn't from the best home but so kind of came to class just really disheveled and just it, she said because she wrote letters too and that's something i've always kind of believed in is like if you're gonna have your students do it you should be willing to do it as well like it, you should never ask your students to do something that you wouldn't do yourself well, you
1: know what? I, I would I would beg to say that most teachers don't know what, exactly what me and you're going to talk about. They've probably, I would say maybe one to 2% have heard of this. Yeah. And you have to understand that, first of all, our approach should be, we love the student, we just don't like the things they do. And I think when you separate the two, it's easier to understand because you you, you said something profounder that, that triggered a, a thought in my head mm-hmm. is their upbringing, right? And you have to remember, teachers need to remember, educators need to remember that that's student was programmed from the day he was born to the age of six he already has his beliefs he already has pretty much um a big part of his of his mindset of his belief system is already in place right his bs and unfortunately if he's in an environment where that's what he was taught well, it's, it's, not, the, it's not the child's fault as educators we need to see that and And what I want to talk to you about is the rule of 151. What the rule of 151 says is that, think about this, Fred, if you as a student, if you've been told your whole life, you never clean your room right, you never do anything right, can't you do anything right, what do you think that does to a student, Fred?
0: that demolishes their confidence.
1: <laughs> well, that's exactly what happens is, is children, their self-confidence goes away. So think about that, right? So so just, um, just, just role play with me. Just think, think your whole life, Fred, you've been told that you you never do anything right and you're never going to amount to anything in your life. What grade do you teach, Fred, as, as a soccer coach?
0: High schoolers.
1: Okay, so say for the first 14 to 15 years of your life, you've been told that. So what do you believe? You believe that you believe that you're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to do anything right. Then Coach Fred comes along that really loves his students and really tries to make a difference. But this is where the kicker is. The rule of 151, this is in my book, The rule 151 says A person needs to hear Let me read this to you Marsha Hoke Author of Step-by-Step Business Blueprint Shares in the rule 151 She shares that it takes 151 times To say something for someone to believe it And before it enters their conscious mind So listen to this part, Fred The first 50 times people don't hear you Mm -hmm. The second 50 times They don't understand you The third 50 times They don't believe you, Fred And it's not until they've heard it For the 151st time That they finally hear understand and think this must be true yeah wow but okay so the rule of 151 so, so just think about that so as a teacher you have a child that doesn't have the confidence like you said that they need so let's break it up into the school year now right so it says the first 50 times people don't hear you so how many days are in a month
0: uh 30 let's say thirty.
1: okay so you have 30 mo- you have 30 days oh? so, so you figure with saturday and sunday there's, there's probably like 26 school days within a month yeah right. So by the second month, just say at the end of the second month of the school year that just started, the teacher's already frustrated because the student is not hearing what the message is. And rightfully so, right? Because guess what? The Rule 151 in my book says the first 50 times people don't hear you. But in time-wise, 50 times could be... Two months. The first hundred times is it could be four months, and usually by the ninety days, that say, say if you're an employer of a corporation, you're the one hiring. Well, guess what? This employee's not performing up to par, so you have ninety days of not you a lot of times. So think about that one. So 90 days, well, guess what? The first, what at the second 50 times, they don't even understand it. Right, right. So that's pretty powerful stuff.
0: That is, that's really, that, I don't think I've ever heard that before, but I, I, I like that take on it. Well, with that said, it's a fantastic start to the episode. We're going to take a real quick break, thank a sponsor, and we will be right back. For you, the listeners of the Teacher Recharge podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, every time I have a guest on the show, I ask them for a recommendation. So, Daniel Gomez, what is your recommendation for an audiobook? I
1: would definitely... Download the Audible Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Think and Grow Rich.
0: Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. You can get that book or you can get any of the 180,000 other titles they have to choose from for your iPod android kindle or mp3 player all you have to do is just go to www.audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge once again that is www.audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge get your free audiobook and your 30-day free trial today And we're back with Daniel Gomez. He is here. And after we come back from break, we always go into, watch out, Daniel. It's going to get crazy. Story time. I love it. I love it. Way better than it was in in the last interview that I had. So it is time for some story time. I'm going to give you the floor. Give us your best story. It could be funny. It could be sad. It could be uplifting. Whatever you want. Hit us with it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the best story,
1: huh? The best story. I would have to say my best story would be this. Going to uh, to school with my kids and we're, we go up this hill from my house to the elementary school where they attended. It's a big hill and my son would go up this hill and... He would be so upset. Granted, he was Kenton in kindergarten because he couldn't ride his bike up the hill. And as we were going up the hill, I said, well, just walk it. He goes, no, I don't want to walk it. I want to ride it up the hill. So he goes, dad, he goes, I don't think I can do it. And I said, Jay, you got this, son. And the quote that I used on him, because I've always been a quotes person. And I said, you know what, Jay, a winner never quits and a quitter never wins and he goes what I said yeah Jay a quitter never wins and a winner never quits and he goes dad that's crazy so he went back down the hill and I I tell you the truth he went back down the hill and he goes you know what I'm going to say this like the little engine did it I said okay do it and he said this in his mind and struggling shaking coming up this hill and and it's a pretty big little hill for for a kindergartner he made it up the hill and he was like dad I did it and just just the face that he made it was priceless and at that moment i realized Fred that mind over matter can always win
0: definitely that is awesome in fact that goes really well with i'm i'm a big advocate i don't think a lot of coaches really understand we were actually talking about this you and i uh just before the break about if someone tells you like oh like you're not good enough you haven't done this you haven't done this how it can affect and you you would asked me like how would that have uh, affected your kids like as a as soccer players or whatever and I that got me thinking about we played a team one of my little girl teams that I coach we played so we're talking like eight-year-olds actually the team we played where it was 11 year olds or a group of 11 year olds and they had two coaches that the entire game were standing up and screaming at them just berating them like oh that pass wasn't good enough you have to get up come on I need to see skill all this stuff meanwhile I'm I'm a coach that firmly believes if I take care of what I need to in practice like I should just be able to sit back and relax and enjoy my team beating the crap out of somebody Um, so I'm just chilling on the sideline and like these coaches are just livid they're just like screaming and it's like my thought isn't initially like, oh, that's bad coaching. My thought is initially like, oh my gosh, these poor girls. Like, this isn't good for their psyche. You know, this isn't good for their future. Because I'm always, I'm, I'm one that thinks about that, the future, especially with that younger age. I mean, even with my high school boys, though, as well. is like, if I go in and I tell my high school boys they're terrible, they're going to believe it. But if I go in and I, I keep telling them, and, and that's where I think that rule of 151 that you were talking about comes in and has helped me even today just kind of think about it is like there's been a culture around that school for a long time that you know they get they get to a certain point in playoffs and like that's as far as they can go even though they have probably some of the best talent in Kansas and so I've just been telling them constantly the whole year like you can do this you can do this you can do this you can do this and it's been frustrating because they'll go in against the team that they usually struggle with and they'll continue to struggle with it now that you mentioned that rule like it kind of to make sense because I don't know 151 is a lot that's a long time that, you know that, that could be over the course like you said of, of two months four months you know actually
1: if you break it down for if you break it down say say 26 working days in, in a month you're talking about six to seven months before they actually start to hear it and it's not until the 151 that they actually believe it so yeah. There, there is a time
0: lapse there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that is not during the season since the season is only like 3 months. But uh what I what I think that story that you uh that story that you just said kind of proves is that there is this thing that I, and I keep telling them about this too like there is this thing called sports psychology and it can be used in life as well, but it is it is so imperative that the words we say to ourselves are are positive. Positive. I had this thing in in college when I was playing soccer where every time I would miss a shot, I usually would, like, cuss myself out. Just being honest. Um, Yeah. And after, after a while, I started to feel just horrible, just horrible about my life. Just I, I kind of had some depression going on. And so I started looking into some sports psychology stuff and started looking into some stuff just on my own. And I, I made like a personal contract with myself that every single time I would miss it, or any time I would say something negative on the field, I would follow it up with, with two positives. And I stuck to that and my game got better. My attitude got better and just everything, everything around it. Like my grades got better, everything got better. And it's just, it's just from that little change of like, look, I'm being super negative. I got to call myself out on that. Now let's change it to a positive and boom, things just change. You manifest your own success kind of thing.
1: And you do. People don't realize, I, I, I could talk about this subject forever, but I know we don't have forever. But the, the main thing is this, your tongue speaks life or death. And when you curse yourself, you really curse yourself because not only do you, you Say that to yourself. If you send out that vibration, that frequency, that energy out into the universe, out into the world, and guess what comes back to you? Same that negativity. Kind of and it's, you're, you're, you're 100% right. A lot of times, and you know what, what the sad part about it is, is that is that most people don't realize that they're doing it, Fred. So since they don't realize it, what happens is they continue doing it because they don't have the self-awareness of it. That makes sense?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's what was happening to me until I finally, like, put my foot down and said, look, I I have to make a change here because this is getting bad. (laughs) It sounds crazy because all of this stuff sounds really corny. You know what I mean? Like, it all sounds super corny, super, like, it's not going to work. But then you try it, like, it's kind of like broccoli. Like, you can't judge it until you (laughs) actually try it. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: Yeah, but, you know, actually, actually, it's it's proven scientifically now that, um you know and in the book of thinking we're rich actually this goes back to the 1920s 1930s when when the book came out thinking we're rich they talked about it's called it was called auto suggestion Mm -hmm. and the way to retrain your subconscious mind is through auto suggestion now it has so many names we can call it tony robbins calls it incantations people call them affirmations Mm -hmm. positive self-talk but it's it's all one and the same but the the beauty of it comes is is there's science behind it that says it does make a difference because if you what you whatever you focus on where your energy flows put it this way um, one of my sayings is where your focus goes your energy flows right that's a quote from tony robbins where your focus goes your energy flows so if you focus on the wrong thing guess where it's gonna go to the wrong thing
0: exactly well hey that was a fantastic episode i really appreciate you coming on. If people want to find you, where can they find you? I believe you have a book coming out too. So what is that?
1: Yeah, as a matter of fact, it's on Amazon already. The book is called You Were Born to Fly. You were born to fly. The hard copy is already there, available for purchase on Amazon, and uh, the ebook is available for pre-order. It's only 99 cents. It's the best 99 cents you're gonna ever spend on yourself. The rule of 151 is in the book that we just talked about, and there's even chapters on affirmations and speaking life over your own life, like you said. It made a difference in your life. So if you go to Amazon, you can look it up. Daniel Gomez, you were born to life. And you go to my website, Daniel Gomez Speaker.com. That's Daniel Gomez, speaker, S-P-E-A-K-E-R.com. And you can just contact me through there. And one thing that I love to do is really help people out. You know, I'm a confidence coach there, Fred. So I'm giving away for being any, any teacher that needs help or guidance. They get a free session for listening to your podcast. And it's complimentary because, you know, a lot of times what happens is they lose their confidence confidence, Fred. And once you lose your confidence, I don't care what industry you're in, if you're a teacher, if you're a leader of a, of a small business or a 500 company, Fortune 500, once you lose your confidence, that's it. And even, you know, that in sports, when you lose your confidence playing soccer, you're done. So it's a complimentary gift for me being on your podcast. My Facebook is at Daniel Gomez Inspires.com, at Daniel Gomez Inspires.com. So those are two ways to get a hold of me is on Facebook or on my website, Daniel Gomez Speaker.com. Definitely. Want to, if, and if I could say a word to all the teachers out there, I just want to to know my sister's a teacher principal now she went back for her master's and i really want your teachers to hear this message you really matter teachers matter and if you're feeling burnt out out there i want you to know that all this takes is one person one teacher to impact and change not just a student but to start a movement and you know what i want to tell the teachers out there that they're valuable that you're loved and don't give up on yourself because just when you think there's no more value or there's, you have nothing else to give there's another level inside of you You just got to tap into it.
0: Yes, wonderful. Yeah, we will provide links in the description for all of those links that he just said in that uh, that free complimentary coaching session. That would be awesome. You should definitely take advantage of that. That is a fantastic offer. Well, we appreciate you coming. If you want to suggest someone for this podcast or if you yourself would be great on this podcast, you can go and email us at teacherrechargepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is teacherrechargepodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear suggestions for people that we should have on the show, suggestions for topics we should cover, any questions you have. I'd love to hear them. Anything like that, hit it up. And if you want to check out my website, you can go to fredmotivates.com. You can also follow this podcast there as well. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Monday. Remember, keep going. Reach the top of your hill. Thank you, Daniel, for coming. It was a pleasure.
1: It was a blast. Thank you so much for having me on, Fred. And you know what? I loved it. So thank you so much, my friend.